Did you vote early in the 2023 elections? It's Stephen Henderson, and today on the podcast, we're going to talk with two local clerks about early voting, the new early voting that we're experiencing here in Southeast Michigan, and how it went in their jurisdictions. Richard LeBlanc is the Westland City Clerk, where they had 40 days of early voting. We'll also talk with Lisa Brown, the Oakland County Clerk. Her office coordinated early voting for lots of municipalities in that jurisdiction. Richard, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate joining your WDET listeners today. Yes. yes. And uh, also with us is Lisa Brown. Lisa, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So, Richard, I'm going to start with you. Westland was one of nearly 40 cities and townships that offered early in-person voting. Tell us how that process went for you guys. It went well. And I have to acknowledge that it was a big unknown until we actually put everything into place, uh, really, a couple of weeks before we actually offered it to residents. But it really did go well. We had 125 voters, including me. I elected to try it out. (laughs) And that may sound like a small number, but my understanding is that For a community of our size, it was about what should have been expected, given the, I'll call it the um, lack of public awareness at this point in the process, but certainly that's going to change next year. So so tell me what, as a clerk, uh, kind of fell to your uh, desk, I guess, to, 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 to try to figure this out and to make it work. I mean, uh, when I was talking with the Secretary of State yesterday, she was pointing out that we need to make sure that clerks have the support they need uh, to make these things work. I, I, I wonder if you can give us a, a window into the things that change in your job uh, because this kind of early voting is, is taking place. Yeah, it's here to stay. So the biggest challenge that clerks have, in my opinion, and I believe I can speak for most of my peers, is manpower, trying to recruit, train, and hopefully retain qualified election officials. So nine days of early voting, um, we like continuity. We, We hope that we can convince folks that work for us during the early voting period to work the next day and the next day. and But certainly we're going to have different teams. But it all boils down to personnel and equipment. Uh, you know, I, another consideration, I suppose, is physical space. We are fortunate in Westland. We have a beautiful, fairly new city hall. It's large. And we were able to have everything inside our own building. Not all clerks will have that opportunity. And for us, it really did work out well. Mm. Uh, Lisa Brown, I want to bring you into the conversation here. Uh, I wonder what you heard from folks today about early voting. Uh, How did it affect voting patterns? Did we see a difference in turnout in Oakland County as a result? Well, I want to distinguish in that Oakland County, um, so we have partnered with uh, the majority of our communities in Oakland County. So most of our early voting sites were run by my office. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, and we had um, over 3,000 voters uh, vote early. And just like Richard, I, I was one of those as well. I voted on the first day on October 28th nice. to take part of history there. And um, I have to tell you, our voters that utilized it loved it. Our workers loved it hmm. because it was a more manageable day. It's not a 13-plus <laughs> hour day like Election Day. Right. So they absolutely loved it. We got such a gr great feedback from everybody on it. Um, and again, we want that continuity as well. So for all of our sites, they have the same hours, um, you know, uh, but I will agree also with Richard that um, it was it's difficult to find a space. And so for us to partner communities together and have them like share a space for, you know, a, a few communities together, mm -hmm. um, all vote at one location. Um, really kind of had to happen because some of our local clerks, some of our communities don't have that space available. But I, I do hope that it catches on because it really is a great way to vote. And next year, people will be able to take their absentee ballots to either an early voting site or, or their precinct on election day and tabulate it right there. So, you know, the importance of that is that if, let's say in the August primary, you cross parties, um, you know, that would spoil your ballot. And if you vote absentee, you wouldn't know that. Um, but when you're putting it in the tabulator, it's going to it's going to notify you. So you have the option or you have the ability to correct that. So I hope that more people, um, you know, will utilize it. And I think it will. You know, it's a change. It's something new. People are kind of used to either being an Election Day voter or an absentee voter. But this this is um, a wonderful option for voters in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if you can also talk about the the burden and the support that's needed to shoulder that burden, not just for what we just went through, which is a, a smaller, quote unquote, election than what we'll face next year. But but especially for 2024, when, you know, there are there are likely to be many, many more voters. What What do you need as a clerk to make sure that we can manage all of this? Um, you know, uh, <laughs> appreciation from the public for one thing, you know, there's still some haters out there. Uh, elections don't come together in one day, but I'll tell you something, especially, you know, especially our local clerks, our municipal clerks, they have a lot on their shoulders. Um, that's why I, you know, I stepped up to, to partner with them for this next year for the presidential primary, you know, we're going to have that permanent ballot list and our local clerks are going to have to chase the voters who won an absentee ballot, um, you know, as to what ballot style they want, I would just plead with, with voters to please be like responsible voters and let your clerk know when they're asking you what ballot style you want. They have so many other things to have to deal with, um, you know, early voting, getting out those absentee ballots, getting their precincts ready, hiring the workers, everything. So, you know, don't, don't, don't give them more work than they need to have. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think, um, I do think there is um, uh, there, there are also these questions about election security that have mm -hmm. been swirling around for a while. And I want to have both of you address how we did with those yesterday, but but also what you're looking forward uh, to in, in the next uh, few years. Lisa, I'll start with you this time. I, I mean, I can't tell you, like, 
um, how many different levels of security and different ways that are ensure the security of our elections um, and the transparency that anyone can come watch all of these different steps that we take to make sure that our elections are secure, that our results are accurate and secure. Um, you know, public accuracy tests. These have been going on, you know, for years and years and years. People are just now discovering that they happen. Um, go watch, learn, see all the things that we test before the election, the things that we test on election day, the things that we are checking now in the canvas, you know, that we have to make sure everything works properly uh, before we even certify a race. There, there are so many steps and so many checks and balances that we have in place in Michigan that most people just don't know about. So, uh, you know, they question things, but they don't want to know the whole process. And um, I suggest either working an election, mm -hmm. you know, as, as Clerk LeBlanc said, there are always need workers, right? So, you know, work an election, come, come observe a canvas, come observe a public accuracy test so you can learn and feel better. I know everyone that's come to my public accuracy test, they leave saying, I had no idea. Now I feel hmm. okay. Yeah. Now I feel good about our elections. Yeah. Uh, Richard, uh, what about in Westland? Uh, do you have election security concerns? Are there things that you're doing differently now because of those? In, and I guess how did things go yesterday? I'll begin with the, the last question first. Things went well yesterday. Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, especially interesting to us is that the closing of the early voting tabulators could not occur until after 8 p.m. yesterday. So in the meantime, what we had to do daily, and especially including the last day of early voting, was to secure all of the equipment with seals that are documented within paperwork that gets viewed by both the county and the state. We then secured the equipment itself into locked rooms until they were either brought out the next day for early voting or the final day yesterday after 8 p.m. for tabulation. But I don't have concerns regarding security because I believe that municipal clerks working with their counties and especially working with the state have figured it out. They have, uh, there are things in place, including very significant documentation mm -hmm. that proves here's what happened, here's when it happened, and here's how it happened. In fact, I'll tell you that the election workers are lay people. I mean, people don't work full-time as sure. an election official unless right. they're in a clerk's office. So on election day, the city of Westland has 350 or so people working on behalf of the electorate to make things run. And so we accomplish uh, the, the overall goal by having training, uh, not only required training, but optional and in some cases paid training so that people can become better and more familiar with their responsibility on election day. Mm. Uh, you know, one of the things we're going to do regarding early voting, and I'm really pleased that we're talking about that, is we're going to assemble most all of the 33 early voting election officials we had on November 15th for a debriefing. We're going to 
offer coffee. One of our election <laughs> officials is a baker. She is bringing baked goods from her business. There you go. We're well, gonna I want to come. We're gonna, you know, well, you're invited, Clerk Brown. And, uh, you know, we're going to allow everybody in the room an opportunity to add to the comments that they offered in writing. Hmm. You know, we submit, uh, we ask everyone to submit a survey, but we want to say, okay, it's now been a week and a half. What do you think? What can we do a little bit different, Hmm. a little bit better? But I will agree with Clerk Brown's statement that everybody that I personally talked to enjoyed it. They liked it. The biggest compliment that we received from those people who voted that I was able to talk to after their voting experience is that it was the exact same thing as voting on election day. Right. I think except, that's, yeah. Except that there was no line. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get right to the, the to fact the ballot. That, yeah. They, they get the ballot, they complete it, they put it in the tabulator, and they go home feeling good. And yeah. so do we. Yeah. So... I mean, I, I think that's really one of the keys to this is is making people feel comfortable that there won't be big differences, that this will feel very much like what they're what they're used to. Uh, you know, we are. It's not just that we're creatures of habit, but it's also that that voting is such a, a, a part of sort of how we identify with our citizenship and and with our democracy. It's really hard to convince people to do it differently. So uh, the, you, you do have that, that, that burden. And it sounds like uh, in both cases, uh, you guys are, are meeting that challenge uh, with, with, with great spirit. Okay, uh, Lisa Brown, Oakland County Clerk, and Richard LeBlanc, Westland City Clerk. It was great to have both of you here the day after this uh, first foray into uh, early voting in, um, in, in Michigan. Thanks so much for joining us on Detroit Today. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, come back tomorrow, and we'll have more great programming for you here on Detroit Today. Detroit Today is produced by Sam Corey and Nick Austin. Our technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Our assistant producer is Maddie Boyer. Our music is by Sam Bobian and Will Sessions. And podcast editing is by David Lyons. Our program director is Adam Fox. Detroit Today is a production of WDET in Detroit. And you can support the show by leaving a rating or a comment. Thanks for listening.